Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Oh, good day to you, listener. Thank you for joining us here on the Your Best Health podcast with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron. I'm the co-host with Dr. Banning, who is sitting right across from me, even as we speak. How are you, Dr. Banning? Hey, I'm doing great, Aaron. You know, um, how about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Right. I noticed that uh, the, the temperature dropped quite a bit where we live this week. We, we were living in 70s degree weather, and now all of a sudden we're down to mid-20s. And that's going to bring a, a cold or two around. You think so? <laughs> I, I can I attest would. to that. So, yeah, it's a cold, right? It's not a hot. It's a cold. Correct. Yes, sir. It's not a hot or warm. I've not understood that, but yeah. All right. Well, last week I made the mistake, or last episode, I made the mistake of asking you if salt, or or, or making a comment that that salt was bad. And you turned red, and uh, your head spun around a couple times, scared me to death. But you have a better... Uh, or, or salt, you you set me straight. I'll say that salt is not bad, which I should have known because it's in Scripture. You know, salt is. Uh, Jesus even called us the salt of the earth. Yes, he did. And when when it, when the salt loses its saltiness, it's just good for putting on the ground and trampling. Correct, like you would do maybe uh, in, with snow. Yes, and salt back then, you know, before refrigeration was used for preservation of meats and and things like that, which you know, it could save your life. I mean, um, if you didn't have, if, if you caught a bunch of fish or if you had a lot of, you know, good meats, things that you need to preserve or even, you know, they, they would pickle things, um, there would be no way of preserving it. And so, you know, things are seasonal, you know, like the salmon run or the just whatever you want to talk about, different seasons where you can hunt or gather different uh, types of foods um, you know, if it's just like, well, let me just have one meal here. Um, that wouldn't be very easy to survive that way. No. So I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Salt back then was even a form of currency. Really? Yes. It was so valuable. It was used as a form of currency and, uh, you know, everybody needed salt. So, um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, salt just has so many ramifications, uh, about life, about how things work, about computers, about electricity, about, gosh, everything. Everything in life has a positive and negative charge mm-hmm. and has current and, you know, electricity comes from charges, positive and negative. And salt is basically, you put it in water, it turns into positive and negative. Yeah. And so our bodies are able to separate those charges, positive on one side of the cell membrane, negative on the other, just like a battery. And we call that a potential, and that potential is energy. Okay. And so when that potential is released, it creates energy. Like, uh, gosh, we got really quick and heavy here. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, for example, um, if you have ever, well, we've all seen lightning. What happens is the clouds start to develop charges. You know, you've got positive and negative charges up there, and it creates a huge potential of energy and when that you know we we talked about positive and negatives attract well somehow when all that discharges it turns into lightning and then we have to repolarize repolarizing means separating positive and negatives that's 
how our body functions. That's how it has energy. And so salt and water are just, we have to have it to live. Um, but a lot of times people don't get enough salt or they don't get enough water and it creates, it wreaks havoc on your body. Okay. Yeah. Well, you pointed out to me that, that the good salt is the natural salt, the sea salt, the pink stuff, the Himalayan salt. Yeah. Um, there's lots of different types of salts. Uh, but, um, you know, it's interesting to, to see how it's produced. Basically, it's salt that comes from either mines mm-hmm. or the ocean. And the most, I think the most beneficial salt is Himalayan salt. And it has up to 84 minerals in it. Versus table salt, what they do with table salt is they'll take the sea salt. They basically take ocean water and it gets evaporated. And the ocean water has like all these tons of these minerals. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all kinds of things that are your body uses. Um, and so once that water is evaporated, there's salt. And that's the sea salt that's left there. And then what they'll do is they'll remove the impurities. And sadly, there's a lot of plastic in even some of the sea salt now just really? because our oceans are so polluted yes but um, then they'll take that sea salt and they will actually pull the sodium and chloride out they'll heat it up to like 1200 degrees and then they'll put uh, conditioning agents in it um, they'll put you know aluminum Oh, no. Something with aluminum in it, like a complex. I can't remember what it is. Um, but they process it so it doesn't lump together, and uh, they, they make it more, you know, drier. And so, uh, you know, you'll look at sea salt, and sea salt has got uh, a good, a little bit more moisture in it mm-hmm. versus table salt. Um, so, you know, the way they process it is just... It's not good like these chemicals, they call them anti-caking chemicals. So it doesn't stick. You've seen sodium chloride salt. It doesn't stick. Yes, right. Is, Correct. It's, yeah, it's it's totally not in its natural form. Yeah. They'll even add iodine to it. Um, you know, I think they do that to prevent goiters. But, uh, you know, there's things that they put in there um, to just help it roll out of the salt or better but the thing is about it is it's you know it's just not the salt that god made for us to to eat i don't think i, th- I think our bodies do a lot better with with a, a more of a diverse um type of a salt which would be himalayan salt to me that makes perfect sense yeah sodium and chloride i mean that's just i mean it's a positive and negative sodium is a positive um, mineral in solution and chloride is a negative mineral and you know your body needs more than just sodium and chloride and so sodium chloride can give you high blood pressure mm-hmm. sea salt on the other hand is not going to give you high blood pressure as easily as sodium chloride okay yeah and we discussed a little bit about what i'm about to to ask you on a previous episode but that's okay there are salts there's table salt and that's that's the stuff we use to season our food. But in uh, pre-packaged foods, there's a lot of bad salt. Or a hamburger, a fast food hamburger, has has a diff- 
probably what you just explained. It probably has the sodium chloride, maybe a salt, maybe even a salt that was created in a test tube. I don't know. I don't know how they produce that that food, but so we've got to be careful about the salt we consume. But uh, yes, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, I've got several books. One of them talks about fat, salt, and uh, sugar. Sugar. Yeah. yeah, that's the I, title of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a guy that did research on processed foods, and you know they they basically put all these chemicals inside of our foods that create a bliss point in our brain, and um, you know it's just it's just not right. That's like a trick that they would get from a drug dealer. I mean, that's that's you know it makes you feel good. It's a cheap trick, is what it is. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm alluding to my old roots. <laughs> I love Cheap Trick. I've got all their albums. Oh my gosh! I want you to exactly. Want me. Oh gosh. Anyway, let's get back to salt. Okay. Sorry about that. That's not. That's no problem at all. So, it, but I guess the point. Wait, I'm hold on a second. Okay. I want you to want me. Yeah. That's what the fast food people are saying to the people. Bingo. I want you to want me, and then all of a sudden. They do more than want. They they, they take do. you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they get you. I'm sorry. That's okay because it's it's always important to me to to point out that fast food is addictive. You know yeah. the, the the stuff, and they do that on purpose. I'm convinced. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to salt. We really need to be careful. Um, table salt, and I heard this on a podcast that I was listening to. Somebody said that you know the table salt, the mineral salt, the the Himalayan, the the salt that you use. Uh, on your cooked food at home, that's not what's bad. It's this phony salt that's in all the uh, prepackaged foods. Right, right. They can cause so many problems. Um, you know, um, salt imbalances create a lot of health problems as well. Um, they can create things like, gosh, they can create indigestion. Now, this is somebody that doesn't have enough salt. Uh, salt imbalances or too much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything like that. And so, you know, it can create imbalance of, of electrolytes. And when that happens, you know, you can get cramps, you can get problems with nerve conductivity. Your nervous system doesn't work very well. Um, you can get leaky gut. Mm. Gosh, you can get so many conditions. Uh, you can get, um, heartburn. Uh, you can get fatigue Oh, boy. Um, you can get, uh, man, it's just, it's a never-ending list. Uh, you can get bloating. That's what um, we talked about last time. Yeah, you can get constipation. Um, you can even have, you know, problems with just sleeping. Um, it throws off your pH balance. Um, it can affect your bone density. It can affect your sleep and your libido. It affects your blood pressure. Um, so, you know, salt's a big deal and I don't think people really even pay attention to it. I you know, I don't. don't. Yeah, I don't. I know some people go too far the other direction where they just avoid it, avoid all salt. Yeah. Because yeah. they've been brain oil. Well, I don't say what I want to say brainwashed. They've been they've been uh, miscommunicated in, in the fact that all salt is bad. And, and I fell into that category until you straightened me up. You know, I thought salt I, I didn't look at the good side of salt and that's why we're having this conversation today because there is definitely a good side to salt now there are benefits to using um 
sea salt. Yeah, there's massive benefits. So let's go over a few of those. Since we've talked about the bad side, let's go. Let's uh-huh. talk about the good side. Okay. So one thing that most people might not realize is that uh, salt actually alkalizes your body. Okay, sea salt will. Okay. Okay. A lot of the processed foods that we eat um, will acidify your body, and people that have a healthier pH will have a pH that's more alkaline than acetic. Um, people that have issues with blood sugar, people that have low energy, people that have tendencies to have immune issues all the time, infections, things like that, um, sea salt would be great for somebody like that. I mean, it's, it, uh, it eliminates mucus buildup. It helps the immune system function better. It helps the brain function better. Um, you know, minerals are so important for just all the reactions inside of our body. So why would you want to limit your body to just having sodium and chloride when you could have like 80 plus minerals in your body that it could use for all the various processes it needs? Digestion, absorption, production of energy, blood sugar control, respiratory health, um, you know, things like that. Libido, cravings. People that crave a lot will have, you know, they won't. They will eat the wrong kind of salt, um, and that creates a lot of problems. It's also good for helping with sleep. Um, that's that's surprising to me. The sleep part. Well, it's just into everything that we do. You know, look at electrolyte imbalance. I mean, if you don't have the proper electrolyte imbalance, you can't. You can't pick up a cup of coffee. You can't swallow. You can't sneeze. You, you can't do a lot of things. Really? You get allergies. Oh, gosh, yes. Electrolyte electrolyte balance is so critical. And your body can actually do that if you give it what it needs. And so, you know, um, it's, it's a big deal. Just as, as important as water. If we don't have salt in our bodies, basically you look at our bones, you look at everything inside of our body, it's made of salt in water you know yeah and i'm not talking sodium chloride i'm talking you know um like the 84 different minerals um you've got trace minerals you know that you need in trace amounts and you've got minerals that you need more of but you know a lot of these minerals are critical for our body to produce insulin wow yeah so uh blood sugar regulation um you know things like that um you know look at your thyroid your thyroid needs iodine um and so what's what's happened even more is there's so much chlorine and fluoride in our water our drinking water yeah yeah and so what'll happen is you know they have negative charges you remember likes attract and opposites attract yes sir a positive and a negative will attract okay so chlorine and fluoride have the same charge as iodine, okay? So, you know, how many times do people take a hot shower and just sit in there? Oh. How many times do you sit in a whirlpool and just sit in there? Well, you're basically baking yourself or steaming yourself in chlorine and fluoride. Well, yeah. Those two anions, they have a negative charge. So, so salt, when it gets in your body or you breathe through it or it gets on your skin, it can get absorbed into your body. And what will happen is 
it can take up the receptor sites on your thyroid gland where iodine is supposed to be mm-hmm. or on different tissues that are target cells for iodine. And guess what? The fluoride or the chlorine can get on that receptor site and your body doesn't recognize the difference. And so these receptor sites that iodine is supposed to be on are being taken up by fluoride and chlorine. And so all of a sudden you've got a thyroid issue. Okay. Well, the problem is, is your body has so much chlorine and fluoride. It's exposed to so much of it over the years that that's what's happening. And there's a lot of people that develop thyroid issues. And so one of the things I really wanted to get a whirlpool, a jacuzzi. And I started researching it and I thought, man, I don't know if I want all that chlorine and that heat. Cause I like to get it really hot. Yeah. And, um, so I just decided not to do it, but, um, I think that's a big problem. A lot of people are dealing with does, does that, so your body absorbs that stuff. When you're sitting in it, you, you're obviously going to absorb that stuff. Well, if you're, yeah, if you're, uh, if it's boiling around you and you're yeah. breathing it, yeah. And you get exposed to it a lot. A lot of people will take at least a shower a day. Yeah, I do that. And you'll sit in that shower and you'll just steam it up, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and you breathe it in, um, you know, and so that's the same thing with uh, a jacuzzi or if you swim a lot. Okay. You know, I don't think about that very often. That's that's interesting. It's just a lot of things just contribute after a while. Um, so, you know, so taking sea salt is, it's a very healthy thing to do. How much sea salt is too much sea salt? Well, um, it depends. Some signs that you're lacking salt would be um, fatigue. Okay. Edema, swelling. Um, lack of libido, difficulty concentrating, um, you know, osteoporosis, indigestion, heartburn, cramps, just a lot of different things like that. And so, you know, typically the best time to take salt is when your body wants it or needs it the most. And And that's when we crave it, isn't it? Yes. And so, you know, even if you're craving salt, that's a sign that your body is wanting something um and it's usually salt or water that the people that have cravings that's that's what happens and so um so if i'm craving a bag of chips or some french fries <laughs> and that happens to me quite often actually that's that may be my body telling me i need some healthy salts it could be but it also could be a cheap trick <laughs> dream please i want you to want me <laughs> I hated that song. Oh, you're kidding me. I hated it. Oh, that's such a good song. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I love that band. I really do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're no Toby Mac, but they're pretty good, you know? Yeah, I love them. They're, they're good. It's good stuff, I guess. But there's a time for everything. That's true. Yeah. That's true. My cheap trick days are gone. <laughs> Mine so, are not. <laughs> oh, man, you're living in the past, aren't you? Buddy? I really am. I, I love that old music. Uh-huh. I actually saw him in concert a couple of years ago, and I think I had some salty fries on the way there. So that kind of fits in with uh, with our podcast today. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> yep. Well, what types? Let's talk about the types of sea salt, because we've discussed Himalayan. And then there's, is rock salt considered a sea salt? Um, yeah, there's a lot of different types of sea salts, or different types of salt, actually. Um. You know, I think a lot of people, I'll just, 
I'll just go backtrack a little bit. How many people out there have heard promotion about zinc preventing colds? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I knew that. See, that's how things are. So it's like, hey, zinc prevents colds. Well, give me a pound of zinc now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not how it works. Get some Celtic salt, some pink salt, and you will get zinc in there. That's a trace mineral. But over a long period of time, having an adequate supply of minerals in your body can just help your body um, just upkeep everything and prevent your body from developing, you know, so many amazing, you know, problems that could be solved with with sea salt. So, um, yeah, there's all kinds of different salts. I mean, there's Celtic salt. Um, Celtic salt has like 60 minerals. Okay. Um, So that's a little less than Himalayan salt. Yeah, um, the pink salt has more minerals, so that's what I would go for. And I'll tell you what, you can go to some of these Amish places, and you can get a great deal on Celtic salt. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, you go to the grocery look. store, they will rake you over the coals. Oh, it's expensive, yeah. It's extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would buy my... And notice more primitive uh, people that live more primitive or simple lifestyles, mm-hmm. they have an abundance of this pink salt. They've they've been raised on it. They 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 know the value of it. Um. So yeah, there's just all kinds of different salts. Um, I don't know all the different types, but you know, I imagine there's kosher salt. There are. Yeah, I've seen kosher salts. Yeah. Um. I mean, they're the texture of those salts are pretty big. I, it almost looks like the salt that you'd throw on the ground to, to melt ice. Right. Yeah. Um. Man, we've used rock salt for ice cream, homemade ice cream, That's yeah, right. and for clearing the driveway on a cold winter morning. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> what happens if if okay? Let's let's talk about that. If if I took rock salt, let's say I had some rock salt in the garage that I use for melting ice. If I took some of that and put it in my salt grinder, is that a bad thing? Dude, I'm not a salt expert, man. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm a health expert. You know a lot more about I, it than I do. <laughs> That's like. The reason I asked that, I remember as a child popping one of those rock salts in my mouth. And <laughs> oh, I, you know what I'm going to guess is it being a crude salt is probably going to have um, probably more dirt in it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean? It's, I do. I, I yes. don't know for sure, but I'm just guessing that. I don't know. Well, that's okay. Um, that's all right then. That was just a weird question that popped in my mind. I thought I'd bring it up. Maybe, maybe a listener wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. So the thing is, we need salt. It's hard to get too much good salt. It's possible to get too much good salt, I'm sure, but it's hard. There's, you know, you can get too much anything. Yeah. Um, but you know, all things in moderation and balance. I wouldn't say all things in moderation, you know, but I mean, common sense. Um, you know, just start increasing your intake of the. Himalayan salt and you know over a period of time notice how you feel um, drink good water good water is another thing so if you're drinking water f- from the tap you can get a test on your water and see what kind of impurities it has but you know fluorine and chloride those are things that can you know create problems for you yeah I, I just have a I have a water filter. It's called a Berkey water filter. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's it's stainless steel, and it gets rid of the chlorine. It gets rid of the, the fluoride, and uh, it tastes delicious. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
you know, in excess of anything in your body, including, you know, sodium or chloride is going to wreak havoc on your body over time. So if you're taking a salt that's diverse in minerals, um, there's so many more benefits. I mean, there's minerals like silica. Okay. Our soils deplete of silica. Um, broccoli, excuse me, selenium, selenium. Broccoli in some parts of our country does contain selenium, but we don't know all the benefits of all these minerals. But there's a reason they're there. And if they're in the salt, you know, your body's going to know what to do with it. And that's a trace mineral. But there's so many examples of different things that your body needs needs that we really don't know what they do. Um, you know, you take a you take an animal, um, you know, like a like a deer. Um, they crave salt. Mm-hmm. That's right, salt licks. Yeah. yeah. Look at birds; they crave salt too. They use salt to digest. They'll chew on rocks and stuff like that. Get it in their craw. Help break down food and stuff like that. They'll get salt in there. Um, you know, so the salt discussion is it's just it's all inclusive in so many different things. It could go on. I know that. Yeah. I mean, you can even take our bones. Um, our bones have a positive and negative charge. Anytime you talk about salt, you're in fluid is you're talking about positive and negative charges that float around and something will grab a positive charge. It'll usually be a negative something and same with the, you know, that's how that works in nature. And so your body is able to separate these charges and save a salt, a particular negative or positive charged mineral to, to, to use it for, for something that it needs. Um, but take your bones, your bones have positive and negative charges. All right. Um, there's something called piezoelectricity and piezoelectricity. There's a law called Wolf's law. When you put stress on a bone, it can change the bone. The bone can remodel. And so the bone can actually remodel to make it stronger and to make it absorb forces in a specific direction that would be more useful for the body. Hmm. And um, so, it, I mean, it's really fascinating. And the bone heals through electricity. A broken bone, that's how it heals. Wow, I didn't Positive know that. Positive negative charges, yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at a, a the, the, the electric field of the human body, the brain versus the... You know, the brain is where the positive energy is, and it flows down through the spinal cord, through the nerves, all the parts of the body. And the negative is, is where the hands are and the feet are. Negative doesn't mean it's negative. It's just it's just a charge. Right. But that's the overall energy of the body. And so, I mean, we're talking a lot about electricity and stuff, but that's that's what salt is. Yeah. It really is in a in a fluid. It's if you separate the charges, it creates energy, and energy does work. Work being digestion, that doesn't happen by itself. Uh, growing new cells, um, anything, any process in the body. Okay. So thought processes, vision, all that. That's very interesting. It is. It is. Well, good. This has been a, an eye-opening episode for me. Um, I, I was not aware of all the benefits of salt. As a matter of fact, like I said earlier, I come from the school of too much salt's a bad thing. But anyway, I appreciate uh, everything that I'm learning here. This has been really eye-opening, I say. Did you have any uh, closing thoughts on salt before we uh, 
head out? Um, no, other than, you know, um, water and salt. Those are two things that if you can figure out how much to take, um, you know, it, it, put it this way. If you're deficient in water or you're deficient in salt or, or having good quality salt in your body, you can shore that up pretty easily just by getting pink salt, Himalayan salt, and getting good water. That could change a lot of your health issues. Very good. In closing, I'd like to say that if you have any questions about anything we've discussed here on the podcast, or if you have any questions about your health at all, go to our website, whitehousechiropractic.com. There's a, uh, there's a section there to ask the doctor. Please leave your, your messages there. If you have any comments, you can leave them there, too. And we'd appreciate it if you go out and review our, our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can rate us and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, all those places. That would help us out a lot. Dr. Banning, anything else before we go? That's it. All right. We will see you guys next week. Have a great week. Take care. Bye.